Feel the breeze. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Breeze. Feel the Breeze, Season 2, Episode 1. Now, Episode 1, we always kind of make it a return, you know what I'm saying? We kind of make it like our, you know, kind of little powwow, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, the, the, hey, how you been, bro? I don't know, I've been good. You, I am, I've been good, you know? <laughs> but, I'm not going to lie, I missed y'all. So, we are back. Season 2, Episode 1. We're going to touch on some stuff today, okay? We're we, we going to touch on some stuff today. Just me and you. Just just, just listen to my voice. It's just, it's just me and it's you. Did you miss me? I know. I know. I missed you too. <laughs> anyway, I'm just being goofy right now. You know what it might be? It might be this million fucking degree weather that we're, we're dealing with right now. That, that might be part of it. Or is it something running through my veins? You know what I'm saying? Since everybody getting injected with something nowadays to protect you from from coronavirus or SARS or Delta or PMS or DMT or 222. Like, bro, you, there's so many stuff going on right now. Be be safe out there, man. Be be safe out there. Um, so let let's let's get into it. Feel the breeze, season two. What what you been up to, Breeze? Well, this is what I've been up to. Just dropped the dope ass album on June twenty fifth called Return of a Lost Angeles, and it was one of the probably one of the greatest projects I ever got in. You know, put my all into this. It was eight months worth of music on that. So if you have a streaming platform that you listen to, whether it be Spotify, whether it be YouTube Music, whether it be Pandora, whatever, whatever you like, iHeart, look it up. Return of a Lost Angeles, Looney, a.k.a. Breeze, Return of a Lost Angeles, and you're going to find one of the dopest albums you've ever listened to. Shout out to everybody that participated in it. My boy Mike, you know, my boy Jokes Loves Life. Um, Midget Loco, the OG, he's up on there. Tony Nario, aka Hip Hop Alcatraz. My boy Kino, you know he's on that bad boy. My uh, you, you know my, uh, my boy Raw Genius, he's up on there. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, j- go check it out. My boy Two Reels on there. My boy um, uh, uh, Elias is on there. So j- just go check it out. I'm, I'm not gonna ruin it. Just go check out the album. You'll see who's on there. You'll see who killed it. <coughs> UD. <coughs> anyway, Mr. All Black. <coughs> J.E. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, I, I can't give you any more names. You, you, you got to go check it out for yourself. Return of a Lost Angeles. Available. Now, you won't find it on Apple or iTunes, and there's a reason. Somebody uploaded a song before they were supposed to, and anybody who knows that does distribution when you upload a song... And it's already on Apple. It's going to be a pain in the ass to get that thing through. So, you know, a little upset about that one. But other than that, you know, 
we, 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 you go check out the album for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just go check it out. A C- couple other features on there. You got Cartoon, Holla at Guala. And I'm not going to say no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, you go check the album out. It's dope. It's 23 tracks. And if you love hip-hop, if you love West Coast, if you love old school, if you love funk, if you love... Your taste of music, I guarantee, is covered on this album. So go check it out. Return of a Los Angeles. 23 tracks. What else have you been up to? Well... I kind of created some merchandise up in this piece. That's right. You can get shirts now. OBM official. You know what I'm saying? You get the Return of the Los Angeles t-shirts. They come in black, blue, white, gray. Um, they're up on the Etsy store right now. If you have an Etsy account, or even if you don't have an Etsy account, just go to Etsy, type Return of the Los Angeles. You will find all all uh, all of it, all of it, all of it. Um, we're working on some hoodies, working on some caps. Working on uh, Official Breeze music logo merchandise. Like, so much going on. I'm telling you, like, just just because you don't hear from me don't mean I'm not busy. I'm Dave. I always tell everybody who work with me, if you hear from me, be worried because that means I'm not busy. If you don't hear from me, smile because that means I'm all, I'm all busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, anyway, again, much love and respect to everybody who participated on that album. Go check it out. If you do not believe me, I promise you will respond and say, yo, that is a dope album. It's getting so much love. It's ridiculous. So what else is going on? Man, just when you think you get rid of coronavirus, you get this vaccination out there, right? This vaccination is supposed to make things better. So tell me how something that's supposed to protect you or boost you or keep you from getting sick is causing more of an outbreak, more issues. Now, apparently, some of these shots are causing people's nervous systems to shut down. Their immune system is uh, in danger. Like, wouldn't you need your immune system to fight this stuff and you're damaging it? Like, this is why I'm not a hamster or I'm not one of your lab rats. You're not injecting me with nothing. So if you got the vaccination, hey, much love and respect. I hope you're okay. I hope you're, you know, you're not sick or anything. But there are side effects, and they are showing more and more and more and more. So, you know, just just be careful out there. But you got coronavirus times two now coming. Um, and what I mean by that is everybody was told you don't have to wear your masks anymore. So and they opened up everything pretty much like. You could go to a ball game now. You could go to Disneyland now. You can go all these places. There's no restrictions. It's just, hey, if you get it, you get it kind of thing. So just just be careful out there, man. You, you, you <laughs> Welcome to the year we call 2021. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, oh, man. I, I hope y'all ready for this. And on top of dealing with all this 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 madness that's going on, you know, you're, you're dealing with the daily operations of people who are trying to work from home. They're being called back into the office. I need to speak on that just for a minute. Somebody explain to me. If your workers are working from home, obviously they're not in the office. So you have all that space to work with, right? But if your people are working from home and they're kicking ass and they're doing a good job and there's no need to bring them back into the office... Why wouldn't you allow them to just stay working from home? They've proven they can do the job. They've proven that they're not just there, you know, sleeping at the house or whatever. They're actually putting in work. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those. You know what I mean? I work from home. But, you know, now they're thinking about bringing everybody back into the offices and stuff, you know, before the end of 2021. I'm not for that in any manner. 
You know, but then you got to think about all the people that set up their offices. You know what I'm saying? They bought printers. They bought all this stuff, you know, to make their home offices, you know, uh, to work out of. And now, you know, are, are they going to – my question is, are you going to reimburse all the people that have to go back in the office and they spent, you know, hundreds of dollars converting to work from home? Um, you know, are, are they going to get – are they going to get compensated or, hey, it's just, it is, it is what it is. You feel me? Like, I don't know. Anyway, you're dealing with that situation. One of the other situations we're dealing with, and I know it's hard for everybody out there, I understand. Damn it, we don't have the Lakers. We don't have the Lakers. We don't have the Lakers to watch. Why? Because the NBA screwed over the Lakers, that's why. I mean, they screwed over a lot of teams, honestly, I mean. Brought that season back way too fast, way too fast. I the what was it? The season ended, and then within like a month or two, they were already back playing again. Like, dude, how many freaking injuries were there this year? They now they talk about they need to put an asterisk next to the the Lakers who won in the bubble. You know, whatever. Oh, it wasn't really fair because uh, everybody didn't have the same mindset. Was that is that the Lakers' problem? You still asked for a season, therefore you got it. But this one, if you're going to do the same thing, then you need to put an asterisk as well. I don't care what anybody says. You need to put an asterisk because most of the teams, well, the two teams that are there now, who is it, the Suns and the Bucks? if nobody on the Lakers gets hurt, just, just let, we're looking at a different series if none of the teams got hurt, whether that was the Lakers, Brooklyn, Clippers, you know, whoever. We'd be looking at a different format right now, but everybody was hurt. Everybody was hurt. I know people are going to say, well, LeBron played. Yeah, but he was nowhere near 100%. He was just trying to will his team, but guess what? He didn't have a team to will. I think Will Farrell would have been a better teammate because at least he could have willed Farrell. You know what I'm saying? But you couldn't fill this team. You couldn't will this team if you tried. Horrible. Horrible. No heart. No fight. Lakers need to make some changes. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. But hopefully they do something right and and get it going. Um, what else we got going on out here, man? Like th- th- this, obviously, you guys know the first episode's really not that long. This is just kind of getting you caught back up, letting you know that the the show's here again. Um, one thing I want to talk about, though, one thing I, I really want to talk about, uh, man, I, I I've been watching all these issues with you know friends and and. Um, you know, unfortunately, we live in a year, um, not a year, we live in an era where everybody speaks their mind on social media. So nothing's a secret. No, no, nothing is a fucking secret anymore. I could tell you what this dude is doing. I could tell you what this girl's doing. I could tell you what, what this dude is doing. I could tell you what this girl is doing. I could tell you who's cheating. I could tell. It, it, pretty much, our, our era now is a reality TV show that everybody participates in. That's really all it is. Social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, TikTok, Gitcock, Gottis. You know what I mean? You got all these these freaking media platforms where people are just basically living their lives on their phone and camera. And and what's reality TV? Reality TV is they put you in a freaking home with freaking people you don't know, and they freaking throw on a camera and you throw me a freaking bone here. You know what I mean? Like this, this is, we are li- nobody realizes it, but we are living. We are living. In a reality TV-based era, that's exactly what we are. We are 
the reality TV show. We are. So if aliens are watching, that's probably what they're watching. They're watching us as the reality TV show. We are their big brother. You feel me? And it's weird. But getting back to what I was talking about, you know, see all these friends, my friends struggling. Uh, and, you know, the, and the one thing that I was talking about, is can't believe my family did this to me. Can't believe my family did this to me. Can't believe my family did this to me. Bro. <laughs> so there's a saying. There's a saying, you know, family can be your worst enemy. Look it up. It's facts. Family can be your worst enemy. And let me break it down for you. Obviously, if you argue with a friend or you get into a dispute with a friend, y'all either going to throw blows or y'all going to you know, talk it out, whatever, but you're going to fix that, right? So, to a degree, to a degree. I mean, you obviously maybe still have those little bit of you know, um, feelings and whatnot, but it's fixable. When you fight with family, that's a whole different story. When you fight with family, you got grudges, you got sides, you got who's going to defend who who's backing who this is just atrocious now i don't have the 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 most perfect family in the world but for the most part we all stay out of each other's way and everybody does their own thing and everybody lives their own life every once in a while you may get a shock message or a shock you know uh call you know hey how you doing oh i'm good okay cool that conversation goes five ten minutes and then you're done but most of the family drama that i'd be seeing out here is just insanity i mean you got so unfortunately when you when when you (laughs) when you rock with family there is no in between it's either all or nothing let me let me give you an example so you actually let's say you start fighting with one of your siblings right and you have more than one sibling well those siblings are now basically the freaking council they're basically the jury and it's you guys have to basically present your case and then they will decide who they feel is wrong and who they feel is right and then at the same time they will judge you based off the dumbest shit that they've either thought you did or uh translated into what they thought you did and that's how they base their decision but not even realizing that hey you you know their family member that they, they, they have been in this situation as well where they were on trial kind of thing you know what i mean but they don't think about that they just thinking about dishing out their freaking verdict and you just watch it dude you just watch it and you're like wow man how could you even say something like that or you know what i mean like you're just you're just in shock at the stupidity of some of the stuff that goes on for instance i had a friend who backed up um you know a, a sibling in 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 her family had her back and once this person kind of started talking to the family again well now my friend's on the outs because now she looks like the bitch now she looks like the grumpy one now she looks like she needs help now she you know i mean like because now they're all collaborating and the one person that you would think would stick up for her because she had her back decided to stay quiet and just go along with the program and now she's the bitch you get it like bro and it goes the same way for guys guys will step up and defend their family and then once the family kind of backs off and now that person is just left there by themselves now they're the asshole now they're the grumpy fuck now they're the backstabber now they're this now they're that 
And to me, family should be the one that backs each other the most. Obviously, you could get into, to, like I said, get into issues with other individuals and then handle it. But with family, they should all back each other no matter what. You're my blood. I got you. Even if you're in the wrong, you know what I mean? I'm going to stand by you because you're my blood. Bullshit. It does not work that way. In family, it's every fucking man for themselves. Tell me I'm wrong. Sit here, listen to this episode 10 times, rewind this one part, and tell me I'm wrong. Because you won't be able to. Everyone has dealt with the situations. Everyone has dealt with everybody's fucking personalities flip-flopping. Everybody has dealt with that one individual that either the guy or the girl, the brother, the sister is now dating. Is that one freaking person that nobody likes but no matter what that person's going to defend them and they're not welcome and to go to functions and then it becomes a well i'm not going either because this person's going like oh my flipping lord this is why i say this world is a freaking reality tv show but nobody really seems to understand what i'm talking about they just think i'm freaking crazy but i'm not trust me yes they call me loony but hey i'm not crazy i've been through it all and here i am standing tall So if you're in a family, take these notes into consideration. Your family is really your blood. That's you. That's every single one of you. Listen to me, guys. Family members out there. Love your family because once they're gone, they're gone. Once your family is done, they're done. There is no turning back. So do everything you can to get along. If it don't work, then go on your own. Don't try to be the person that wants to just be everybody's friend because you don't want to be on the outs. If it look, if they don't want you around, they're not going to want you around. It's that it's fucking simple. But if you just do your own thing and leave them be and let the toxicity stay where it stays, nobody can bother you. You feel me? Just 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 a little little tidbit to y'all. Um what else do we got going on, man? Uh just like man dude this one thing that bothers me a lot and i do music um i do beats i i'm an artist at points you know i i'm i'm not a bad writer you know i i could write when i need to go listen to return of a los angeles and you'll talk <laughs> that that was a shameless plug let me let, let me take that back but go listen to the album um <laughs> but we live in a in a world where nobody wants to see anybody succeed. Nobody wants to see no I mean listen to what I'm talking about. So I'm I'm a hardcore Instagram fan. You know, I love to see new artists up and coming. I love to see um some of the quotes that people be using and you know what 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 kind of sounds or what what you know what anybody's creating. So I just kind of take a listen and stay in tune, right? So I'm usually seeing me on Twitter or uh, Instagram. Not really on Facebook too much because Facebook's just the same thing. You know, he cheated on me. She cheated on me. Someone got shot. Someone got robbed. If I want to see that, I just turn the news. But anyway, (laughs) this is what bothers me about this generation, bro. This is what bothers me. Follow me here for a second. So we're all artists. We're all trying to move up the chain. We're all trying to be... We all want to be the one, right? We all want to be the next Nipsey. We all want to be the next Pac. We all want to be the next Dre. We all want to be the next, you know, whatever, right? We want to be that next icon. 
And they did it based off a support system that had that had their backs. That's how they were able to get to where they got. They had a dedicated team that showed support 100%. If you weren't with them, you were out. It's just how simple it is. But, you know, I'm from East L.A. I'm a Mexican, okay? So I already have a strike against me because the minute I put a song out, the whole world's going to think that I'm already going to come out and I'm going to throw like this, Hans, and I, you know what, this is how I rap. It's, uh, you know what I mean? That's what they're going to think right off rip. Hence why I changed the name to Breeze because that's more marketable and more commercial than Mr. Looney. So obviously, you know, Breeze, it gets your attention. You're like, oh, I wonder what he is. And then you listen and you're like, oh, what is he? You can't tell. If I, if I didn't tell you I was Mexican, you wouldn't know I was Mexican. And I don't rap like the the you know, normal Mexican uh, Chicano hip-hop artist would sound. I sound way different. But anyway, let me get back on point here. We, we live in a world where no one wants to see you succeed. That's what I said, but let me tell you what I'm talking about. For instance, you see all these posts, you know, that people put up. Oh, Raza, we got to support each other. Raza, Raza, we got to make sure we support each other. Hey, yeah, I got your back. You got mine, Holmes. Like... Bullshit. That is not the fucking way it goes at all. Mexicans are the worst haters on Mexicans. Top and bottom fucking line. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. There. Were, okay, let me tell you what I'm talking about. I see everybody flashing the, the Mexican flag and, and writing songs about the culture, which is awesome. I love it. But that next person is not going to support that song. They're not going to push that song. They don't want to see that song succeed. You know what song they want to see succeed? I got bitches in my hotel. I got a buzz in the nose now. Like, that, that's the shit they want to see succeed. But if you come out and talking about, hey, this is for my raza, this is for my culture, the hardcore raza will support it. Yeah, indeed. But the ones who don't care, they ain't going to push it. They ain't going to promote it. They don't care about that shit. They want to they, they wanna fucking talk about your culture, they'll go fucking watch the History Channel or fucking PBS or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if I want to be schooled, I'll go watch it. I don't want to be schooled. I want to get drunk, fucked up, and have a good time. That's you, that's where people seem to not know where to put their music. And, and that's where the battle begins with who's going to support who. But anyway, let me get back to what I'm talking about. So, you see all this, oh, support Raza, support Raza, support Raza. No one supports Rasa, let me tell you what I'm talking about. You can put out the dopest song, the dopest song, talking, representing for your culture, representing for your city. You're giving your all for this track. And guess what? No one cares. No one's going to push it. No one's going to talk about it. Even the people who you consider your friends, even the people that you consider talking about you know oh man i got your back bro it's me and you bro they ain't pushing it they ain't pushing it they don't care and all it takes is 10 seconds to hit a share button that's it you've done your part but now they can't do that you know why because they don't want to see you succeed they want to be the one who puts that song out they want to be the one to get that love and support so you're not getting it Okay, just get it out your fucking mind. It ain't happening. You can put up as many fucking posts as you want saying this has got to change. Ain't going to happen, homie, because let me tell you something. You yourself, you yourself are the same motherfucker that you are talking about. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. 
So you see people talking about, oh, they won't support, they won't share, they only share when it's theirs, they only share. Okay, you know what? You're absolutely right. But guess what? You do the same fucking thing. If it ain't your song, you ain't promoting it. You ain't trying to get the next man over. But the minute you see someone's playing your song or the minute someone mentions you, oh, you share that shit in a heartbeat. So who's the hypocrite? Because you yourself are stating, support Rasa, get behind Rasa, Rasa need to support Rasa. Yet you ain't sharing none of their shit. So aren't you the same motherfucker that you're dissing in your own message? Just saying, you know what I'm saying? I don't, see, that's why a lot of people can't work with me or don't like me. Because I don't sit there and fucking just be a yes man. I'll sit there and speak my voice. I'll sit there and tell you what I think. It doesn't matter to me. Because no one, first of all, scares me. The only man who scares me is the man up above, my, my, my Lord and Savior, because he's the only one that can turn my lights out. When he calls me home, I can't fight him. I got to go home. Everybody else, if they tell me to go home, I could tell them to kiss my ass, suck my dick, lick my wevels, whatever, because I'm not listening. But my point being, when you say something like that, Rasa needs to support Rasa, then you need to put yourself in that fucking same category and support every fucking Rasa song you see come out, and you need to support it, and you need to share it, and you need to fucking do what you said other people need to do. If not, you're a fucking hypocrite. Ain't afraid to fucking say it. If it hurts your pussy, I'm sorry. Put some Vagisil on it and call it a day. But that's the facts. The facts is, if you're going to go out and say... You need to support Rasa, then guess what? So do you. And you need to fucking be the person to show it. But you don't. You don't. You're the guy who probably waits five months to send somebody their verse back, even though he's Rasa and he's trying to come up, right? You're that guy. You're that guy. Or you're that guy who will give a, a, a feature price an outrageous amount of money and you're not even known. So <laughs> don't... Everybody can miss me with that. Oh, we need to support Raza. We need to support Raza. No, no, you're not that guy. You're, you're just not that guy. Um, but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't go out there and tell somebody, oh, you need to do this when you yourself are not doing it. So it's just the way it is, man. And the, the faster everybody gets on board with that, the faster everybody realizes, oh, man, he's right. I can't say, hey, support Rasa, but then hate on the next 17 posts. (laughs) How many times have you seen them say, oh, you need to support Rasa, and then they're dissing the uh, Rasa artist, or they're fucking, oh, don't listen to this dude, and he happens to be a Rasa, or they say, oh, uh, Capone's not Mexican, Don't, don't support him, he's, I don't know, what is he, Iranian, or Arabian, or I don't know, whatever the hell he is, don't support him, but... Yet, he supports the Mexican culture more than probably half of you motherfuckers. So, who's the hypocrite? You know what I'm saying? When people say um, that Midget Loco it has, you know, has fallen off. No, he hasn't fallen off. Midget Loco is still one of the tightest MCs out there. Midget Loco could run circles around half of you motherfuckers out there. And it's just the fact that he's picky. He knows what he wants to do. He knows when he wants to drop an album. He knows when it's time. But that doesn't mean he means he's fallen off or he's washed up. That just means he's very methodical in his methods. So learn the difference. I ain't dropped the album in seven years. Almost eight years. That doesn't mean I'm washed up. That just means I was doing other things. 
I was like Dr. Dre on detox. We still waiting on detox, right? And that been like 20 years in the in the waiting. But anyway, don't call somebody washed up or they've fallen off just because they ventured into other things and are, you know, wearing more hats and are get, and are doing I mean, people don't seem to understand this music game isn't what it used to be. Before you could get by just based on what you were writing, your talent, what you sounded like. That's not what it is anymore. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you get no support, good luck. Good luck. Good, good luck. I, you got all my support, but guess what? You ain't going nowhere unless somebody decides you're going somewhere. And that's just facts. You know what I'm saying? That's just major facts. Anyway, man, um... So support, goddammit, if you're going to support. But don't talk about support, and then you're not the guy. You're not that guy who, who supports either. So I'll give you an example. Black artists have beef, right? They, they, they have beefs, obviously, we, we, we've seen. But they will support each other. They will come out on each other's videos they they will leave the street shit behind to do a feature. You have Bloods and Crips coming together and doing tracks. They ain't best friends, but money talks, bullshit walks. So they come together and they do tracks. They can do it. They can do it. But Mexicans can't. You're never going to see a Sureño with a Norteño. You're never going to see... Um, you're never going to see, I don't know, um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to throw no names out there, but I'm saying, you know what Mexican rappers supposedly, and oh my God, we're going to talk about this next, but rappers that have beef, you know, and they won't get on a track, or they their vario don't like that vario, so they, they won't get on a track. I'll give you an example. One of my homies passed away, my good friend, my good friend Lonnie Mendoza, a.k.a. Stomper. Um, he was from a rival set Vario, and one of the guys that was doing a track still got on the track with him because they respected each other to know. Let's leave the street shit behind, but let's get make this money, and then when it's over, you know, we'll go our separate ways. But they at least came together to do the track. You're not gonna find that. You're not gonna find where where someone says. Well, anyway, let me get back to what I was saying. So Lonnie passed away, and I made a post, and I had put that one of one, one of the songs he complimented was one of my friend's um, songs that he really loved. And then that guy, instead of saying, "Man, you know that 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 was cool," you know that 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 Lonnie said that. No, he came out and said, "Bro, I can't support that because he killed one of my his video killed one of my homies seventy five years ago, bro." <laughs> so you couldn't even take the compliment. You had to let it be known on a on a on a public page that you don't you don't respect his um you don't respect his feedback because his video killed one of your homies from from your video or whatever. Oh god. So anyway, getting back to Mexican rap beef. Don't you find it amazing? Don't you find it amazing on 
Instagram, whatever platform. You see all these Mexicans, they always say, When I see you, it's on site. They have the words, they are the keyboard warriors of the world. Let me tell you, they they get behind that keyboard and you know, they're, they're just typing away. When I see you, it's on site. It's on site. Someone tell them it's on site. Tag them on my post. I don't give a fuck. Tell them it's on site. It's, it's on site. So to me, if I tell you I don't like you, I don't want nothing to do with you, and if I see you, it's on site, it's for real. If you don't believe me, ask Mike Yuno because he's the same way. If we see you and we don't like you and we've told you it's on site, motherfucker, if we see you on the freeway, we will try to ram you off of it. Because it's on site. That's what on site means. What, what I'm seeing now is just a fucking joke. You see people insulting them, like I said. And then, and then, and then they decide to do a show with them. Now they're on the same show. They're on the same flyer. They're, on the, they're all promoting each other. So you have to stop and wonder, is the beef real or is the beef just to get clout? Obviously, we know it's to get clout because if the beef was real and it was street code, as everybody says, when they see you, it's on sight. They say it's on sight. (laughs) Obviously not true. So how are you gangster at that point? Where does your credibility of your gangster or your street or your gangster, where does that go? Because when you've seen that man, it's supposed to be on site. Well, there's no more on site than being at the same motherfucking show as that person. Unless unless I'm tripping. Because I know when I arrive and I see you, you're in my sight. And we are standing in the same area. I'm going to fuck you up. But that's not what happens. Now they're doing a show together. Now all artists... Our friends. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And, and believe you me, I don't want them to have beef. I want them to fucking work. That's what they should be doing is shows and songs and videos and anything they can to help each other get up to the next level. That's how you do it. That's how it's done correctly. That's how it's done right. But if you're going to tell the world it's on site, it's, it's on site. And, and then you don't do anything when you see them on site then don't say it it's that simple don't even talk about it just do your fucking music and shut the fuck up it's that simple if you don't like a motherfucker tell them when you see them you know what i don't like you bro now you're talking to a man to fucking man so if you're talking to a man to man and you tell him i don't like you we can we can get them up there you've solved all the beef in less than five minutes but that's not what will happen your guys are going the DMs, which you, it's just really weird. If, you, if you're going to get in any kind of DMs, it should be in a woman's. But anyway, you get in the DMs, you start taking screenshots, snitching and posting them. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The snitches get stitches. I mean, I mean look, hey, I'm just talking about y'all's code. Snitches get stitches. Well, if you're taking fucking screenshots of a conversation you're having with someone and you're putting it for the world to see, is that not a snitch? Snitches get stitches. It's on site. It's it. You gotta learn what what the codes really mean. When you're a gangster, you're a silent as fuck. You move silent as fuck. 
you do what you do, we do what we do, essay. You know what I mean? You get it done. And when, and if you ever run into anyone, then you handle it. That's the gangster code. Gangster code never was on social media. Gangster code don't know about posts. Don't know about sharing stories. Don't know about taking screenshots. Don't know about it's on site. It's a... So, <laughs> some of these people need to go back to Street 101. Anyway... Look, y'all, I've I've taken up some good amount of your time. Next episode, episode two, we will have an artist. Get ready. Watch for the promos. I'm going to try to get the shows done every other week. Um, You know, we are kind of busy. Obviously, I'm working from home. Obviously, I'm still producing. So the schedule's been a little hectic. And then with the spikes again and COVID, probably not going to have anybody come in studio, but we will interview them. Um. Before I go, though, I want to give a mad shout-out to my boy, Paul, a.k.a. Custom Fitted. This mother... Man, he made my dreams come true, bro. He um, he made it possible for me to get those Return of a LA... Um, Return of a Los Angeles t-shirts. And, and you can't... You can't... Um, <laughs> trust me, there, there, there's, there's no words to explain what he did for me and i and i and i love you for that brother you know custom fitted apparel once again look them up on on instagram custom fitted apparel they do great work paul thank you again my brother i really appreciate it day been been a real one since day one almost 20 years man um but i wanted to give that quick shout out anyway i hope y'all enjoyed my little you know welcome back speech (laughs) aka rant however you want to put it but hopefully y'all will take into consideration everything I told you, whether it be about your family, the music industry, or the raza supporting a raza, or it's on site, it's saying, you know, just pay attention. Don't, don't just listen to it once and hate. Pay attention to the real message that I'm sending. Other than that, I love every single one of you. I hope everybody stays safe out there. Much love and respect from your boy Breeze, and I'm out. Peace.